My mum's podcast is recorded on Bear Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and if you missed last night's end of financial year webinar, Get Your Finances Sorted and Earn the Salary You Deserve, then don't stress, send me a DM on Instagram or email me at hello at simplystacymorgan.com and I can send you the replay. We talked about all of the good things when it comes to cash and we're, (laughs) you know, there are people that love numbers, there are people that absolutely love getting into the nitty gritty in their business. And there are some people who don't. And I'm in the latter category. I'm going to be completely transparent with you. And a lot of people that were on the call last night were also in that boat. So if you think, oh gosh, finances aren't my thing, then you're in good company. Get the replay, watch it in your own time. Stop and pause, perhaps reach out to me on Instagram if you have a question. You will uh, feel right at home and I will have you feeling more comfortable with the finances in your business and in your life before you know it. Today, we are continuing our end of financial year theme by talking all things money in our business because, of course, cash is king. We need money to make the wheels turn. We need money to keep the lights on. You know, quite often I get pushback from customers who um, don't feel like they need to pay their dance fees because dancing is just fun. And I say, I've got to keep the lights on somehow and my fabulous teachers deserve to be paid. So that cash does keep the lights on in your business, especially when, you know, for so, so often um, we feel like we run on passion and we run on blood, sweat and tears, but the money is really important and understanding the money is super, super important. So last week we talked about making sure that you're paying yourself from day one and I shared my embarrassing story about how that was not the case for me, but it definitely is now. Now I want to talk about how we figure out how much we can take out of the business and how much we can invest and put back in. You know, I told the story last week about making um, a big deal of always putting money back into the business, always buying new tutus, always buying, um, you know, new decals for the walls and, you know, new mirrors and new props and anything that I could to zhuzh the business up and to make it exciting and to give the kids exciting opportunities. That's where my, that's where my money went. It didn't go into my pocket. And so a lot of questions that I get from my coaching clients when they are stuck trying to figure out where to put the money in their business is how much money do I take out? How much do I invest and put back in? And I say, when you're coming at this, I encourage you to come at it from your family's perspective first, because if we're not working and if we're not, um, you know, at our very best, then our business has no chance of, you know, thriving. So start with yourself first, start, start with your family situation, start with where you're at and figure out, okay, what do I need to contribute in order for me to feel comfortable with the amount of hours that I'm working, the amount of time that I'm putting in, the amount of effort, the amount of, um, you know, stress that running this business is causing me. And, you know, in terms of my lifestyle as well, if I'm running my own business to give myself lifestyle options, like taking the kids to school, you know, attending reading groups, being able to go away on the weekends, if that's what I've 
you know, signed up for, then what is the financial contribution to that? Because perhaps then you're going to be taking less money out of the business because you're spending less hours in the business. So really think about your own particular situation when it comes to your business and your family and what you're putting in and what you're getting out and then figure out what the cost of that is. Because you need to know how much you need to be contributing um, to your family in order to make sure that you're going to feel satisfied with the amount that you're paying yourself. So we talked last week about the importance of paying yourself from day one and whether that's $10 or $10,000 is what I said last week and I got lots of laughing emojis on Instagram from people going, 10 grand, yeah, okay. Um, but whatever you decide to pay yourself, it has to be something that is going to work for you and for your family. So quite often when I'm doing budgets with my coaching clients, we're working backwards from that figure. Okay, if I need to be able to contribute this amount to my family on a weekly, fortnightly or monthly basis, then I'm going to need to be able to make a certain amount in my business in order to keep the business running and then to also be able to contribute um, to my family. So we kind of backwards engineer it from that perspective. And I encourage you to have a think about that too. And then once, of course, you've figured out how much you're taking out of the business, you can see how much you've got left in the business in order to be able to pay all of your expenses, all of your wages, all of the miscellaneous, to be able to put money aside um, in terms of a rainy day fund. And if you haven't read Profit First by Mike Michalowicz, then get the audiobook today, like immediately because <laughs> it's going to absolutely change your world. For those of you who do our Thrive Mastermind program and who have enrolled in Thrive, we have the... Um, you know, some great connections with Profit First um, people who come in to speak to everybody about the way in which you can use Profit First in your business. And so if you um, haven't signed up for Thrive and you're thinking about it for next April, then that is definitely a plus. But I do some homework in um, in reading Profit First uh, before you head in because it really is going to change your mindset when it comes to um, the way you set up your finances. But of course, yes, you have to have money put aside for the expenses. You have to have money put aside for the tax office. And then I would say the money that you have left over from that in terms of your profit, in terms of what you have for the rainy day, I would then be putting that money back into the business. But I would be making sure that I am servicing my hours, that I am servicing my family's needs, and that I am making sure that we are looked after first and foremost, because that is going to be your motivating factor. You're not going to be motivated by um, many things as much as you're going to be motivated by by the notion of feeding your family, right? So those long hours when you're in the middle of hour 17 and you're still working your butt off, that's going to be that that's going to kind of keep the candle lit <laughs> for you. So it really is important to have a good understanding of your expenses and a really good understanding with your accountant about, you know, your tax position and what that is going to look like on a um, quarterly basis, on a yearly basis, because that is how you're going to be able to structure the rest of your business, you know, to be working around that. No one likes a surprise tax bill. No one likes to go, oh, oh, I've spent that already. Where, where am I going to get that money from? Like that, that feeling is not fun. And I used to, experience it I know like I know from experience because I used to experience it on a regular basis in the early days of my business I'd be like swimming along everything's cool everything's good and then all of a sudden an email and I'd be like what <laughs> how is this possible but you know if you're getting bills from the tax office it means you're making money right it means your business is successful so that's a good thing. But you don't want to be surprised by these things. So make sure that you have a good understanding with the experts in your world about 
what to expect, when it's going to come, when to expect it, when it's going to be need to be paid and what it's going to look like and what it's going to do to your bottom line. That's terribly important. And honestly, I'm not great at this all the time. So please don't think that I'm sitting up here on a, on a pedestal saying, well, I've got everything figured out and you need to follow me. That's not the case. Um, there are still a lot of ways that I get surprised by the tax office and get surprised when things go right or things go wrong or months look different to what we predicted them to look like. And the last three years have really shown us that in business, that as much as you want to plan and as much you want to, as you want to forecast what's going to happen in the future, unknown things are going to happen. So please don't beat yourself up if you are currently in that situation where you're being surprised left, right and centre. There is a way out and that is all about strategy and all about transparency. So I encourage you to put some time aside and really nut it out. As I'm saying that, I'm actually talking to myself as well because at this particular point in time, heading into the end of the financial year, I know I need to put time aside in order to um, get all of my ducks in a row. Make sure your ducks are in a row as well. And finally, once you've figured out those numbers, you know, I need to make this amount of money to contribute to my family. I need to put this amount of money aside for the tax office. I need to pay my wages and pay my expenses and keep the lights turned on with this amount of money. And then you think, oh my gosh, our income's not going to cover that. Then you need to go, okay, so how are we going to make some more money? And, you know, that's the part of business that people often think about. They're like, okay, like money making, let's let's do this part. So it's not necessarily always as scary as all of the other stuff. But I want you to think about your prices. I want you to think about coming up to the end of the financial year. Is this a time where you regularly put up your prices? And if not, why not? Do you have a system around putting up your prices? I know we've talked about this on the podcast before. Is there a system around when your prices go up? Is it every quarter? Is it every year? And what is that? what is that time? Ours go up at the end of the financial year. They go up by six by uh, 6%. And that's in my Morgan Media business. And I'll be sending the reminder email to everybody just to let everybody know that come the end of the financial year, this is what happens. And I don't feel shame in that. And I don't feel nervous about sending that email because I know my worth. And so when I think about my prices, I'm not just thinking about, okay, it's going to take me an hour to do that task that this is what I'm going to charge. If I am in a service-based business, which I am, the pricing just doesn't cover that hour. It covers my expertise. It covers my time. It covers the qualifications that I've gone and spent a lot of money in and time and effort in gaining. Um, it, it factors in my employee expenses, my rent, my power, my water, and my marketing and advertising expenses as well because marketing and advertising takes up 10% of my income. So I need to factor it in somewhere. It also factors in what my competitors competitors are doing that really fast didn't I (laughs) what my competitors are doing it's not something that I look at first and foremost I don't go into the marketplace and say okay well they're charging $2.50 so I'm going to charge $2.50 but I do look at what everybody else is doing in the market because if they're charging $2.50 and I'm charging $1.50 then I'm going to make some changes Um, but if they're charging $2.50 and I'm charging $3 I'm not moving on that because I'm worth it (laughs) Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she's worth it. Is that right? Um, Somebody please DM me and let me know about my pop culture references from the 90s. Um, the, The extra stuff that happens, you know, when the client is out of the room is also stuff that you have to factor in. So if you're doing one on one and you've got a person in front of you, you're not just paying for that hour of your time. There's so much preparation that goes into that. And there's so much that stuff 
stuff that happens after it as well. So you want to think about that and want to think about factoring that into your prices as well. If you're a product-based business, you have to think about like wholesale prices and the way that they fluctuate um, as well as all of the other things that we talked about in terms of your employees and your rent and your power. And you've got to think about IP. You've got to think about insurance. You've got to think about, um, you know, getting copyright for the products that you're developing and, and, you know, putting time aside for innovation. All of this has to go into your um, factoring in your prices. So please don't just think, you know, small when it comes to the prices that you're charging. Don't think this is what we've always done. So this is what we have to do. Don't think everyone will have a conniption if I put my prices up. Often nobody does. Often nobody notices. Often nobody reads the email. Um, And if they do and they have something to say about it, you know, know your worth and be able to stand, you know, really strongly in the fact that costs are going up all around you and therefore yours have to go up as well. If you need help wording that response, if you need help wording that um, response in terms of your email, let me know, reach out. More than happy to help with that. So there's so many things that go into it. So I really want you to think strategically about how much you are going to earn, how much you're going to put back into your business and really come up with a plan. Don't just wing it. Don't just get to the end of the financial year and go, oh, okay, well, a bit of money over here and a bit of money over there or, um, oh my gosh, there's no money in the account so I can't do anything. Really think about ways in which to you can use the time that you have well in order to create a plan that's going to set you up for the future. And if you missed last night's end of financial year webinar, get your finances sorted and earn the salary you deserve, then please reach out to me. Send me a DM on Instagram or email me at hello at Simply Stacey Morgan. I can send you the replay and you can watch through it, pause it, watch it in your own time, watch it in your pajamas with a notebook um, in hand, in you know, wrapped up cozy in your bed if you like, because it is important and it is a great time of year to be able to get everything sorted and you're, all of your ducks in a row in terms of your business finances. <sighs> If you enjoyed today's episode, perhaps there are some truths there that you needed to hear, but perhaps didn't want to hear, then take a screenshot of this episode, stick it on your Insta story and call me out on Instagram. Make sure you tag me at Simply Stacey Morgan. I'm more than he- ha- happy to hear about um, what, you know, really rocked your world or what you perhaps you didn't enjoy as much um, because, you know, so often we don't talk about this stuff. And so often we feel like we're alone. We feel like we're the only person that doesn't understand. We're the only person that's not up to date. We're the only person that's struggling when that's really not the case. There are so many small business owners, especially coaching clients that I work with where this stuff is really hard and that's okay. I'm here to walk alongside you in the journey and to make sure that you have the confidence that you need to earn the money that you deserve and to have the growing successful business um, that you deserve as well. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 